cool. I think I think I think we're online. Let's do let's do a clap anyway, just to be on the safe side. Oh, you you just love clapping. You've got to clap, mate. The clap for security, but I'm like security. Okay, we're gonna do it after three, yeah. Uh, after what? Three o'clock? No, after I'm gonna count for three, and then we're gonna clap after the three. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Welcome to a very special, isolated uh, Appetite for Production podcast. I don't think it's going to be that special, mate. I think there's going to be lots and lots of isolated Appetite for Production podcasts. But yeah. who knows? Who knows quite how many? Yeah. Well, this is this is pretty weird to do this on the phone with you because, as you know, one of our major selling points is that uh, you and I have uh, <laughs> a great chemistry. A chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, we we are in the room together, sort of front to back. As we do. Well, it's the kind of Ross and Rachel, will they, won't they, you know, uh, Scully and Mulder sexual tension that keeps people tuning in every week, (laughs) or every other week, how often this thing comes out. Oh, now we're going to have to go long distance, man. I, yeah, well, mate. Um, I was in a long-distance relationship, and let me tell you, mate, it's uh, it's it's hard work, buddy. So I hope you're prepared for that. <laughs> we'll we'll have to uh, we'll have to get it on over FaceTime or something. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Did you let me before we actually introduce the podcast okay. and say who we are? Let let me take you back to the '90s, James. Did you see that film called like Two Men, <laughs> Two Men and a No, Two Ladies and Like the Truth? about cats and dogs uh, that's what it's called i didn't see did you it, ever no. see that film no well it's got it's got a, a sexy phone sex scene in it mate <laughs> uh and one of the i think it's janine garofalo so if yeah. you're into nerdy 90s alternative comedians like i am it's well worth a watch i didn't know the gruffalo was around in uh, uh in the 90s. yeah 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 i mean like the gruffalo had a period as like a stand-up alternative comedian who's like <laughs> kind of taboo busting basically now, Tim, you'll know that uh, the father of podcasting was uh, George W. Bush. <laughs> right, and, okay. And as part of his uh, inspirational foundation of podcasting, he set up the pillar of podcasting, No Mic Left Behind. Oh, yes, of course. I remember the No, no Mic Left Behind program. And so when I was packing up my studio uh, to... I, I actually, I actually <gasps> as a massive contrarian, I started uh, isolating before the lockdown started. And oh, yeah, mate, of course. I've been working from home for ages. And, um, <laughs> yeah, preach, so brother. Th- thinking of, of good old George W. Bush, I, I grabbed my mic... But then, uh, then later I realised I, I forgot my audio interface. So, um, oh, this episode, textbook schoolboy error. This episode, I was considering buying like a USB mic uh, on Amazon a couple of weeks wow, ago. Wow, what a noob move there! Yeah, man. but no, I just decided to go inbuilt. So sorry if the audio quality is a little shitter than usual. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's half the course for podcasts at the moment, mate. So it's fine. It's making us, you know, feel like we're part of a, a community of people doing shitty podcasts. So that's where. By the way, can I mention something, please, James? Please. Um, I want to say I want to apologise to everyone listening because I bang Finally. on about boy. 
I know. Yeah, finally. Well, this is the moment. I want to bang on and apologise because uh, I go on about how I'm such a good boy for boycott- boycotting Amazon. I broke my boycott today to buy a fashionable mask um, <laughs> because I don't want to cut up any of my T-shirts to make one. So, yeah. And it's going to take it's going to take a month to arrive, right? But if you want express delivery, it comes in a few weeks. But it's express delivery is 28 quid, mate. A uh, grim vision of the future there. That's what we're going to see a lot more of is stuff's okay if you're rich, but if you're a scummer, everything's going to be awful. See, the thing is... You don't need a boycott program if that's the prices and the delivery times they're charging at the moment. Well, I think well, it's because they've got so much business that they can't do it. So it's you know, I think it's I think business is good for Bezos, but that's a discussion uh, for another time no, and no, another no, podcast. No, no, let's have that discussion now because it's, it's okay, okay, because we're desperate for things to talk about. Got it? <laughs> Crack on. <laughs> it, it's been it's it's been quite illuminating because yeah, all shops have had to close, and um, the only mm. way you can buy something is online. I saw a little thing from the uh, music instrument. So uh, the MIA. What's the MIA? Music Instrument Association? Um, no. Music Industries Association. Um, XR2. Sorry, yes, yes, carry on. Yeah. And they were saying, like, oh, support your local music shop. They're still online. I don't know if they are, but um, I can see my local music shop out of my window. And uh, I, I don't know if they're online, but I'd just go straight to Amazon. And I think everyone would go straight to Amazon. I feel bad that I have compromised my principles. Um, but the thing is, I wanted to make sure it would turn up because, James, here's, here's a real uh, story of tragedy during coronavirus. I somewhat, a friend of mine sent me a link the other day to a Sonic the Hedgehog t-shirt that was perfect. I've been looking for one for ages. It was cheap. It was postage included in the price. I ordered it. Got an email a few days later, it'd be cancelled. And I was like, I can't risk my health and the health of my community uh, by uh, getting a fancy mask and uh, it not turning up. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, really suck it in. Was it a Sonic the Hedgehog mask in the end? No, it, but it's like it's got a hexagonal design of different patterns and it looks kind of like Deus Exy, kind of a cross between Deus Ex and Etsy, basically. Deus Etsy, if you will, James. <laughs> Everything you do is so Etsy. Uh, no, I'm not really I'm not really an Etsy kind of guy. I mean, I do. I like my officially branded shit, mate. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Nintendo, Lee's Frank, The Mountain, of course, or whatever. So, um, yeah, I don't really. I know I'm a, I'm a massive. Massive uh, corporate bootlicker when it really comes down <laughs> to it, basically, right? Uh, anyway. Shall we get on with the show? In the words of W, let's roll. So, Tim, it has emerged recently that uh, Spotify is looks like it's going to drop support for <gasps> DJing apps. Oh, okay. I never actually tried that or really, it never really registered in my mind that that was really a thing, even though I'm pretty sure I heard people talking about it. Yeah, well, I mean, um, it's, it's not necessarily a pro thing, although I'm sure pros could use it. But like, imagine sort of people who want to get into it. I'm sure Spotify is decent enough quality for DJing a flipping mid-sized club or whatever, man. Yeah. Compression sounds great these days. Well, even, even if you just want to do it at home, uh, I think it would be a good option. 
why why haven't I been doing it? Yeah, you you could do it to your rats, your your assembled gang of rats. <laughs> Look, I will have you know, even though I love rodents, there aren't any rodents in my house. Um, and recently, I've been growing particularly fond of hamsters, though I feel it'd be irresponsible mm. to get one. Anyway, Spotify. Presumably there's not enough money in it, is uh, why they're not doing it anymore, I guess. Not necessarily. The story is that Algorithm, oh. the creators of the DJ app, uh, announced that Spotify is going to stop supporting third-party DJ apps. Oh, is this flipping... Do they make that iPhone one and it's got the turntables on it? Uh, it's called DJ, yeah. Yeah, oh, I know the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Algorithm. So, gotcha. Carry on. Here's the deal. That doesn't really matter for any algorithm users because uh, that still supports Tidal and a little service called SoundCloud. What, you can DJ SoundCloud tunes on an app on your phone? Yeah, exactly. Is that really true? That's but what crazy. Is... Who uses Tidal? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I think it's just Beyonce. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the real point of this, though, is that maybe Spotify are withdrawing support for these things because they want to add DJ functions themselves to their <gasps> own app. Oh, oh, God, that sounds like a nightmare waiting to happen. It does sound like something they would do, though. It does. Do you know what, James? Tell Sometimes, me. when I'm alone at home at night all alone uh, sometimes i'll just bring the tr the sadly discontinued tractor one app on my uh, iphone i'll just mix some tunes together for fun man for the so, rats hey maybe for the yes for the rats and the voles um, <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it wouldn't be that bad if spotify did integrate if you if is there any basis for you making this guess or is this are you just is this just a flight of fancy for you there's just a flight of fancy man i think that's okay. what's going to happen but why else would you pull um pull out your integration with an app when you're getting because it doesn't make enough it. money money's uh, the answer to all questions <laughs> okay look Okay, you're in charge of Spotify's new DJing functionality. How's it going to work, buddy? I don't know. Uh, I've got people to figure that out for me. I've got rats no, to do that. No, come on. No, 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 no. Are you going to be able to beat match stuff? Is it just going to be some crossfading or something? How's it going to work? I think it's a bit of crossfading, and that's about it. Mm, well, that's not really DJing. It's basically going to uh, allow you to play to little parties in your house and uh, do something slightly more interesting than just uh, choosing tunes. I, I'm not sure what that would be, but hey, maybe Spotify will come up with something crazy and new and innovative. I mean, it's the time for the virtual party now, James. It maybe is. Maybe there's a niche there for people, for virtual DJs in our dystopian cyberpunk future. Mmm. Mm. James, now, do you know what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do some reminiscing over work that I've done over the past fortnight. Is okay. that interesting to you as uh, well? Uh, no, but please do <laughs> Let me ask you a question, buddy. Mm -hmm. What do you know about trackers? Uh, I... <laughs> I know what they were. I know... Uh, I know What they were? I know there's a very cool uh, demo scene which... Uh, it, which often involves people using sort of very efficient code to make some amazing things happen. Uh, I know what they mm. were. I know what they still are. I did 
a little bit of work on OpenMPT um, a few <gasps> years ago. And uh, <gasps> what track is it kind of cool? Um, do you want to explain what trackers to any kids? What work did you do? I, I just did. I did an article about trackers for a sort of consumer magazine. Oh, what a consumer magazine! Well, a, a magazine that wasn't for a, an audience of producers. Oh wow! That, yeah, crazy that think, anyone, even producers, would want to look at. I, I think I think the guy uh, <laughs> he wanted um, he wanted something about doors, but he called them trackers. And so I said, <laughs> right. write an article about trackers. And then the article was submitted. <laughs> and it was like, Malicious compliance, mate. Yeah, I love it. Brilliant. Yeah, what's this, what's this 90s throwback stuff? Uh, but yeah. Well, let me tell you, James, trackers are not a 90s throwback anymore. Yeah, buddy. sure. Go on. Because we've, we've had lots of different ones. Just go to Buzz, Renoise, mm-hmm. Open MPT or whatever it is to name mm-hmm. them. But a few. Um, they're entering the hardware realm now, buddy boy. Have you yes. seen this? Is that Polyend Tracker? Polyend Tracker. And there's some other Nerd Synth, I think it's called, okay. by XOR something. Right. And that's a bit more of a kind of chiptune flavoured one. Mm. Um, but uh, Polyend seems to be your traditional loading up samples um, and playing them on a kind of uh, Wild West bar style player piano arrangement, basically, <laughs> is how it, how it works, is the easiest way to explain so it. So you're, you're um, typing little commands. Uh, instead of going from you're, with your timeline from left to right, your timeline goes from top to bottom, and you're typing hexadecimal commands such as 3D or A2 or 47 to uh, produce notes. Start well, yeah, um, it, it, that's making it sound much more horrendous than it is. So it's like, so the actual entering notes, it's just like making a MIDI trigger for a note. So you say, oh, I want to play D3 now, please. And then it'll play until you tell it to stop, basically. Mm-hmm. And then the hexadecimal stuff comes in with the effects. Uh, so you can do stuff like change volume level and change pitch and stuff like that. With some real... Real basic stuff, maybe a little bit more complicated stuff now, but still, you know, just audio shit, buddy. And what do you think Um, of the idea of putting tracker software into a dedicated hardware unit? Um... It's potentially interesting. I mean, I, you know, I have a fondness for trackers. I started making music with a tracker back in today. And, um, yeah, so, you know, I have a soft spot for them. I can't really be asked to use them now because they're loads... I find them more faff than using a door. Um... And also, I don't like really play live or anything like that. But some people who do play live might love trackers. The only thing is... Part of what made trackers so good was being able to use a keyboard to program them real quickly. Surely, can, surely, know, what made them so good is seeing uh, seeing your uh, notes go by so fast as it sort of scroll through the text. You still like the get matrix. that in the hardware. Yeah, it's like the it's like the flipping matrix exactly, mate. It's like the matrix before the matrix ever happened, mate. Mm. With the first time I saw a tracker. I was like, what the living fuck is this, mate? <laughs> Blew my mind. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, they don't have keyboards is, I think, potentially a, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's a potential problem. Yeah, that's a bit problem. of an inconvenience. Like, you you know, maybe you could have like a USB thing on and you could have a keyboard and that make <laughs> it really quick to work Maybe by. you can have a PS2 port and hook your keyboard up to it. Oh, wow, retro. Yeah. Super retro. Yeah. Um, 
there was another thing that I wanted to talk about about trackers as well. Oh yeah, so as part of this feature, I needed to get my facts straight, James, because you know how. Hang on, what feature? What are you talking about? I wrote a feature about trackers because oh. these new hardware trackers are coming out. So I was writing a feature about them, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I needed to check some stuff out. And I flip in, downloaded an Amiga emulator and some old tracker programs to see if I could have a crack at using them. Mm-hmm. And they all basically uh, crashed almost immediately. <laughs> um, totally immediately in some cases. I tried loads of different settings. I'd, I'd set myself up for a bit of a, a journey through memory lane, mates. Yeah. But it didn't really work out like that, unfortunately. I mean, I did get a good butchers of them. And I tell you what, they... I was quite pleased that they were as indecipherable uh, to me now as they were back then. So oh, I've learned nothing. And trackers great. are really complicated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, they're not that complicated, but there's like a load of synthesis functions in Octomeds. And who oh boy, it's... Uh, yeah, I, with, I didn't have a manual... And yeah, I couldn't really do any of it. I, could, I had no idea what it was back in the day. I thought I, it was science stuff. I, I guess the real problem is that it's too abstract to look at a bunch of text that's talking about notes rather than look at a bunch of uh, sort of visualized MIDI notes on a piano roll in the real door. Some people, yeah, like, well, yeah, in the door. Uh, I love seeing the little blocks and everything and you can see where they are and it's all really clear. Yes, it is just a load of alphanumeric bollocks when you look at a tracker. But some people flip and love it and can program them really quickly and everything. Um, And people still use them to this day, would you believe? And many big names, James, Mm -hmm. uh, started out on trackers. Talk about Calvin Harris, Deadmau5, Venetian Snares. And um, there's a rather good uh, Aphex Twin video on Vimeo, would you believe, of a Mm. project he made in a tracker. So uh, if you fancy checking out this uh, nerdy shit, then uh, maybe you can Google that, guys, and uh, have a look and listen for yourself. Yeah, if you've ever heard of any of those obscure artists, perhaps trackers are for you. Yeah, they're very, they're they're all very obscure. But do check out this Aphex Twin video. It's got loads of alphanumerics. I will put a link in the show notes. Oh, oh wicked! I didn't want to ask, but thank you, mates. Tim, I wanted to ask you, uh, how's the music theory going, man? Yeah, well, obviously, I haven't done any more on it. I've just been working incredibly slowly, being unproductive. Um, I tell you what, though, I have... Well, no, I have done a little bit of that stuff, actually. And I had a little buddy helping me out with it. A little like, buddy? To be, a little buddy. A okay. little friend of mine. Actually, Ali, um, he might be listening. Hey, ah, Ali, thanks was, for helping me out with this shit, man. I was going to yeah, say, I mean, did talk- you have, like, Bonzi buddy to help you out with music theory? But no. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I've got one of those virtual strippers that you can get on your desktop. <laughs> but do you know what? She's a music theory whiz. I ain't judging. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, chills for helping me out, uh, Ali. Yeah, basically, he was talking about pedals and shit, and I just don't have a fucking clue what he's chatting about. So I need to do some more reading up. <laughs> basically, it just feels like music theory is a very, very long way of describing uh, how music works. Like, yeah. it'd be quicker to just say the numbers of semitones in each thing or whatever. That's what it's but, all about, know. man. It's about, it's about oh. alienating others. 
Yeah, no, it's every, it's, well, it turns out everything is about elitism. I just, I've been so blind and naive my whole life, James. Um, I tell you an area where I have been attempting to make positive changes in my life. Would you like to hear about that? Uh, I guess so. Okay. Um, I have been staying up much too late making music and then listening to it in the morning hey. and thinking about how shit it sounds. Good, good. So I'm going to try and take a more professional approach to it. And I'm thinking while the uh, economy is in a state of sluggishness, I might try and do <laughs> a day's worth of uh, work, quote unquote, on music in the week and try and relax at the weekends. Oh, that sounds that sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. What you you're yeah. gonna go nine to five? Um. Well, I'm well. I mean, I really do try and be nine to five anyway. I mean, with the current uh, post-apocalyptic situation, my body clock has been all over the place. Um. But I do try and just do basically eight hours weekdays. Really. Mm. What about you? Do you work non-stop? Uh, recently, I haven't been able to do as much work as usual. Um, I go nine to five. Yeah. What a way to make a living. You gotta, gotta go nine to five when you've got babies and stuff. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Um, recently, a while ago, I was sort of going through phases of, because I was trying to do as much work as possible, I had weekly targets, as I've talked about before. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I, I ended up doing a lot of sort of just ending up working at the weekend and then by the time monday rolls around guess what couldn't do very what? much work <laughs> yeah right and then tuesday maybe i couldn't do very much work either so I, I just ended up sort of having an accidental weekend anyway and then yeah, yeah. had to work wednesday thursday friday and then had to finish it off at the weekend so i've been very mm. i've been very strict in making sure that Ooh. i can definitely have Nine to five, Monday to Friday, as much as possible. Yeah, and I when like... you're locked in the house, that's not a great thing. Um, what do you mean? Uh, What's not a great thing? That structure during this zombie apocalypse. Mm. It's not you a great. Don't like the structure in the apocalypse. No, no, no. I want to get back to whack. more structure. Mm. Well, I think we should get back to structure. I think, I think discipline is good for us. Well, this is why I got an office in the end, because I just couldn't work at home. And, yeah, um, right. I'm trying my best. I promise, I'm mm. telling you, I swear I'm trying my best. I'm sure you did, mate. I mean, this really makes me feel bad for people who want to make music and have got real lives and responsibilities, unlike myself. Because it must be tough as fuck, guys, seriously. Mm. You must have to have a real... Real amount of discipline and everything. Yeah, you, you've got to have balls of steel to uh, sit down at the <laughs> you door. Do, you do! And a heart of stone. <laughs> and kidneys of iron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I kind of feel like we're getting off topic. So yeah, let's try and work smarter, not harder, I guess, is the punchline of that one, maybe. <sighs> I don't know, I think I uh, need to start working harder. Oh, man... Oh, my bottom line is all over the shop, buddy. Let me tell you. <laughs> Did you see that link I sent you by email recently? Uh, 
no, I don't know if I did actually, Chief. Uh, okay, so I was hanging out on SoundClude. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I have. Basically, a survey came up, and this survey was asking about how would you feel if we offered you these pricing options for SoundCloud Pro Unlimited? Yes, I do remember this email now, and I remember now that I didn't look at it. Sorry about that. Carry on. So how would you feel about various pricing options for SoundCloud Pro? Yeah, so do you remember they um, recently put uh, upload limits in there? So you could only upload three hours of music or a certain number of tracks. Yeah, yeah. And then they did a massive backtrack because they were bellends and everyone told them they were bellends. Okay. Uh, Well, by the looks of this survey, it seems like... They might be trying to do that again. <gasps> what? So the survey is now sort of a dead link, so I can't access it again. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically it was like, if we gave you these free options to SoundCloud Pro, what would you choose? Like the free SoundCloud, the, the slightly pro SoundCloud, or the very pro SoundCloud. You can get this, mm. you can't get this, it's this much money, what would you choose? And then yeah. another one. What if it was like this for the three options? Which one would okay. you choose? I kept basically putting, I'd choose none of them because those are really bad options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like some of the worst ones I saw in the SoundCloud Pro Unlimited was like $500 a year or something. Oh, <laughs> wicked. Where it's currently like just under 100 um, Nah, and- mate, 500 <laughs> Only, only super rich people make fucking dubstep and put it on SoundCloud, <laughs> Yeah, sure. But um, they're, they're basically up to something. And point being, they're trying to bring back those little limits and raise prices for the people who pay. So uh, if you haven't logged into SoundCloud for a while, get on SoundCloud and give them your feedback about how you won't pay that money. I mean, it seems like they're in dire straits. Do you know what I'm saying? Money, money for nothing, and your chicks for free. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure how the economics work because they've basically got to maintain a system and store a bunch of data, and in return, they get monthly subscriptions from the people who subscribe. They're making money at both ends. Exactly, and they advertise to some people, don't they, as well? Yeah, I think they do, you know. They've got apps, and they've clearly... In fact, I think I, I, I very rarely use the app, but I think I listened to something the other day, and I heard an advert. Right. And I was like, this isn't cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't, you, can't be, you can't be having advertising in your stuff, otherwise SoundCloud might make some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, of all the evil businesses in the world, SoundCloud are clearly the worst. But basically, you'd, you'd think that they'd be able to make it work uh, by charging some subscriptions. I guess. And even, like maybe, let's say, those subscriptions aren't too expensive and you can pay just a small subscription... And you, more people would pay for it. Uh, I don't think people want to subscribe to SoundCloud. No, not necessarily users, but people who are putting stuff up there might actually. Uh, are you want talking to... about the the uh, the content creators or the end user? The content creators. Oh well, that's fair enough. Yeah. So you know you can upload a certain amount for free, and you can pay to upload more. But shall yeah. we say not five hundred dollars? Maybe like. $4 a month or something like that over 12 well, that, months. That presumably was to, you know, their outlier or whatever. Presumably that's not what it's going to actually end up being. Mm, I mean, we'll see, but it's basically one to keep an eye on. 
Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. They've managed to keep going this long by the sounds of things. Mm. Okay, James. You, what would, how would you describe me? Would you describe me as a fun-loving extrovert? I have learned through uh, many years that I have to describe you as uh, tired and um, <laughs> elegant. <laughs> oh, oh, that's really lovely. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not, you know, I don't really go outside that much or whatever. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just work all the time. Um, I work from home. I live alone. Normally that's fine. But now... Even I am going a little bit crackers under mm. COVID craziness, buddy. I'm much less productive. My schedules all over the schedules all over the stuff. I, you know, I didn't do any work on Monday. I was just extremely grumpy and tired all day, basically. Do you so think? Do you know what? I've got to. Do you think on. this is just because everyone's feeling like that, and it's just spreading almost like a virus? Well, I think I think not having not going outside properly is a big part of it and not having any face-to-face -face human interaction as well i think it's weird mm. um i mean i was gonna say if you're yeah so so if if i'm struggling under these situations these situations that i was basically born for mate yes um it must be really tough for a lot of people so do try and stay positive people and if you if you've got like anxiety or something or some or like there's just some awful shit in your life do try and get some kind of help basically reach out reach out for help because it's mm. tough man reach out and touch faith is what you're saying yeah yeah i always thought it was reach out and touch face which i think is a better <laughs> lyric um so now we've had my my po stay positive bullshit which is obviously bullshit because <laughs> this is the end of the world um james what's your what's your silver lining um my one silver lining even though there is no toilet paper, even though mm. we are all screwed, uh, remember, everybody, finally, finally, we all have the power to kill our own parents. Oh, wicked. It's an eatable dream come true. Not that one, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> so, Tim, yeah, you've, you've been, uh, you are plug-in hound at the front line of free plugins, looking at what uh, companies have been offering for free since we last recorded. What new free shit can you get? Well, you've really picked that up. And to be honest, I haven't been making notes about all the free stuff. The uh. headline is, though, James, there's loads of free stuff going on at the moment. <laughs> um... Let me, would you, should I kick things off with something that's not free? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, I thought this was quite, quite uh, noteworthy. For our listeners especially, there's another Humble Bundle for music producers, James. Are you ah. aware of this? Uh, no, what's in it? It's a flipping AAS one. Um, mm -hmm. And you get like, you get some of their little preset-y instruments uh, in the lower tiers that I'm not really too bothered about, personally. But... At the £15.50 band, um, you get some session versions of their plugins. You get Strum Session, Lounge Lizard Session, and Ultra Analog Session, and yet more of their uh, little uh, preset-y things. So that might be worth checking out if uh, if you fancy, I don't know, playing maybe a little bit of a quite limited but still very lovely sounding uh, electric piano instrument. I saw that Plugin Alliance free, uh, plugins are free for an entire month, although that was about two weeks ago. So they're free for another two weeks. 
Oh, Sound Toys literally just yesterday said they're going to be free until like the end of June or something. Mm. So guys, if you've been waiting to check Sound Toys out, that's a good one. If you want to test um, out another door, uh, Ableton is free for 90 days. Logic is free for 90 days. And I believe Pro Tools. <laughs> but no one wants no Oh, one uses wow. What, do you not need some cumbersome kind of hardware protection for that or something? Uh, God knows. But yeah, those, uh, those, those two, let's call it, are uh, free for 90 days. So if you ever want to check something else out, give it a go. Mm, okay, okay. Let me tell you about another, an actual freebie. And this isn't this isn't a COVID freebie. This is something that just looked like it was free and going to come out anyway. Yeah. Is it Filter Step? Mate, amazing. <laughs> you, got it, you got it in one. Do you want to take it away? Uh, I haven't got anything about it. I, I saw it today. I'd, I've been seeing the words for a while. But um, yeah, I, I like the idea of it. It's sequenced filtering who who yeah. could say no yeah um i have heard that there might be a little bit of an issue with syncing or something like that and maybe it doesn't really sync properly um hopefully that will get remedied because i love a stepped filter mate it sounds like the future yeah you think syncing is quite a fundamental thing of uh, getting a sequenced plugin yes you think it would be literally the first thing they did but hey let's not judge these people who've been so kind as to put this presumably amazing freebie out into the world um there must be loads of other freebies but i can't i can't think of them and my god james have you seen how many free video games there have been recently no it's completely nuts is this going out via steam a lot of it's on steam yeah because mm. i've been i've There's... been i've been looking at a lot of uh, classics because that's the only thing i like to look at but uh it's good to know that i should take a little browse of steamy steamy steam Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Um, so when you say looking at classics, is that on GOG.com, is it? Yep, that kind of stuff. Just uh, having a look. But none of those are free, I don't think. Oh, they've got loads of free games on there, actually. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, if you're bored and you want to play some old computer games that'll make you remember uh, when computer games were rubbish, then uh, check out all of those video games as well. Yeah, we were talking about plugins, Tim. Talking about plugins. Yeah, whatever, mate. This is a video game podcast now. So, Tim, uh, long-time clam and sometimes editor of the podcast, uh, Philip Sidlow, uh, oh, hey, Phil. alerted me to AbletonThemes.com. Okay. So, this Ableton Themes is something... Should I have a look at this? I think you should go there. Ableton Themes are something okay. we have uh, discussed on the podcast before, usually with the like Sonic Bloom packs and stuff. You only get a few mm. in there. Uh, some of them are good, some of them are okay. Uh, but this, AbletonThemes.com is pretty banging man oh okay so they've got like apparently uh almost seven thousand able oh things. man you there's, they've got a little appy thingy applet i want to use the word applet because we're going 90s today which uh yeah lets nice. you create your own ableton theme in the browser which uh is quite wow okay that's quite uh important because doing it in ableton is a bit tough mm. and once you do that you share it with everyone and everyone can download one of these 7,000 Ableton themies. Wow what a fantastic thing. So would you like to this browse? This is great there's a I'm browsing I've seen I've seen a Pornhub themed one already mate so uh, yeah. <laughs> Where is that? Like oh my god you hit there's a Bitwig one so you can make live look like Bitwig. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> That'll amazing. a lot of people. 
<laughs> yeah, wicked. Mates, yes, that would do my head in if I was trying to work out what someone was using <laughs> from like a, a poorly taken screenshot. Oh, fantastic. That's really great. Uh, what else is there here? Um, let me have a let me have a look. I'm just going to I was looking at the featured. I'm going to browse now. Oh, I see the Pornhub uh, one. I, I actually see Pornhub number two. Oh, God. Pornhub number two is a special <laughs> niche website. <laughs> oh, I can see Pornhub number two. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I mean, the thing about Ableton is, and these are all very tastefully done, so they're basically kind of too colory. I mean, Kineon by Brandon is uh, kind of a nice, it's got a bit more of a different... Oh, I see uh, it, yeah. Colors popping cool. out there. You see that one? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, blue, blue steel. So, look, this is the question... Oh, and there's some ones here that are really just like subtle edits of the original one. Well, I mean, there, there are... Would you go for this sort of thing? Uh, I have in the past. Um, I sort of... Did I make my own, kind of? No, I think what, all I you really made did... made your own? What a vain man you are. I think all I really did to change the tint colour of the main interface and just make it a bit bluer, basically. Okay. Um, how, I would... how come... How come? I find that easier to easier I, on the eyes. I, I was just being a bit indulgent and. Um, oh, okay. Hey, why not? I like a lot of these. Uh, obviously, there are seven thousand of them, so uh, some of them are going to be better. Some of them are going to be worse. Some of them are going to be very specific, and some of them are going to be very similar to each other. Mm. Salmon teal. I've got here. Uh, salmon teal. Mm, very classy. Um, I mean, did you, did you, would you use this yourself, personally, Chief? Um, I mean, you know, who's got time to uh, go and look at themes <laughs> and download them and select them in the preferences? Yeah, I've got to work. No, man. mates. No, mate. No, 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 no. Um, I mean, yeah, I like I like this idea in theory, especially the ones... I mean, some of them I would not like to work with because they're a bit extreme looking. Mm. Um, I like to keep everything default and generic looking for the video making. That's the thing. So it's not, about, it's not just about me, James. It's about the people. Yeah, that is true. That is true. This seems to be a bit of um, a bit of an advertising thing. They've got uh, t-shirts, synthy t-shirts listed here and uh, Loot Masters ads as well. So, Lots uh, of Loot Masters ads, mate. Why are they advertising Loot Masters to us, mate? We are aware of the existence <laughs> of Loot Masters. We couldn't be more aware of the existence of Loot Masters. But obviously you know, if you're getting a free thing for completely free and free, which is free, then you're going to get a bit of advertising. Obviously, that advertising is not going to go into Ableton, but uh, it's just on the site you're the, where you download it. You're the products, baby, but I don't think Ableton themes is the worst offender when it comes to a rampant capitalism. No, they, this seems like a good <laughs> a good thing. It seems like they've got they've done it. It's a good idea. They've got some innovation in there with the des designing it in the browser, and they've done it well. So, yeah, they get three thumbs up from Timmy, Total Recall style. Lovely. Great find. Tim, I've been doing a couple of different articles on the same subject recently, because I'm all about that mm. synergy. Yeah, you are. And that Works subject, smarter, not harder. That subject is uh, free drum kit plugins. Okay. So I scoured the earth and the web for about <laughs> 10 minutes. For I think you should have done the web first. Like, <laughs> you'd be more efficient. For free VST audio units drum plugins uh, based on acoustic kits, not just some um, 808 shit or something like that. 
Mm. And I've been putting those suckers to the test. It's been quite fun. Are any of them any good? Uh, some of them are awful. Uh, there is <laughs> good. There is one in particular called uh, Moosing Kite <laughs> Standard. Uh, oh, no, kit. let's not call them out for being bad. Okay, okay. It's, it's so bad that it's <laughs> worth calling them out because, like... Okay, okay, okay. There, there are obvious, incredibly obvious, like, artefacts in the samples themselves. And oh, uh, no. it's just, it's really badly done. Um, uh, yeah, a very good one is uh, MT Power Drum Kit 2, uh, which is basically okay. along the lines of um, your sort of superior drummer, easy drummer sort of thing. Um, mm. It's quite lovely. And uh, obviously, you can't customize it crazy like. But, you know, it's got... What can you do? It's got all the drums and cymbals that you could reasonably need. It's got a mixer with um, compression in there. Um, but you're not... I mean, there's, I presume, there's, like, amplitude envelopes? Uh, there, on these, uh, there are not amplitude envelopes on this. Oh, wow, really? It's that, it's that minimal, wow. Yeah, but that that's not such an essential feature when you're using recorded actual drums. I mean, I guess because you want the nice sound. Thing to have. You want the sound of the drum. Okay. Uh, but it's also got a big library of grooves, which uh, sort of MIDI grooves that you can slot together into patterns and drag out to your door, uh, which is also okay. very good. Um, there That's is the good. Spitfire Audio Labs drum kit, um, which was also oh, right. it was a close-ish second to MT Power drum kit. Um, mm. That I think we talked about that quite a while ago, uh, but that's a decent free drum kit. Um, yeah, their free stuff is generally worth checking out. I think it's fair to say everything else was all right. Well, all right to bad, and uh, one of the issues <laughs> one of the issues was some of them weren't mapped to the right MIDI notes, which is annoying. Hey, hey, hey! Were well, you talking general MIDI? Yeah, your sort of kick is on C. Oh, your snare is on E. Mind- I don't mind that so much. Well, uh, if you want to demo a load of different free drum kits uh, with the same MIDI patterns, you're going to mind it quite oh, a lot. Okay, some okay, of them, okay. some of them had stereo out. Some of them had like multiple outputs. Um, oh, okay. It's nicer to have the choice, but most of them yes. were sort of hard coded into one of those things, so you had to route the multiple outputs in your door, or you couldn't mm. do that at all. Uh, which is annoying, uh, but they're free, so yeah. you can't really complain. One thing, Sean Pandy uh, drums, uh, which is mm. fairly well-known from what I could um, make out. I'm pretty sure that is mining Bitcoin in my door. Oh, really? Because when I load up this project... It's uh, quite with... an accusation, James. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, when I say pretty sure, I mean it's possible. It's plausible, Tim. It's plausible... But yeah, hey, a lot of things are plausible. It when I load up this project of all the free drum kits in my door, my CPU fan goes mental, and oh, really? um, if I close Sean Pandy, it comes right back down again. Hey, maybe it's just some minor issue with something or whatever. Could be the and, graphics. Uh, could be anything. Could be mining who Bitcoin. Could, could who be knows? Bitcoin. Could be Bitcoin. We could, it would be crazy to discount it. <laughs> um, okay, that's fair enough. But anyway, if you that's want yourself... So what was it? Which, which one was the good one? MT Power M- Drum M- Kit 2. 
if you want yourself okay. a good uh, free drum kit plugin of the ilk of Easy Drummer and such, go for that one. And and uh, how many clams is it? Uh, it's free, man. <laughs> oh wow, zero clams. <laughs> zero clams. All these plugins. Amazing. Zero clams. Zero clams down. <laughs> So, James, let's do a little bit of a Top 5 Friday chat. How about that? Okay, let's do it. Um, So we wrote a... Well, you wrote a bit of, and then I did a bit of Top 5 Friday drum and bass plugins. Mm. And did I choose these? I think, oh, maybe the reason I like them so much is because I chose them. Yeah, you did choose them. I wrote (laughs) it, but you chose them. Uh, What's in the the, uh, Top 5? I'm going to tell you, son. Um, RX950 by Infonic. We, we haven't really talked about this before, have we? We have. I can't remember. Of course. Oh, okay. You, well, you it's really... Love it. I love it. It's so good. It's so cheap. It just makes stuff sound good. That is a five out of five star recommendation from you, Timmy. It makes stuff sound like an old Akai sampler, and it just makes them sound really lovely. And um, then we did a bit of Beatmaker Void by UJam, which is kind of a bit more, it's a bit more of a beginnery sort of plugin, basically. Mm. It's just got a bunch of built-in kits and patterns. Um, it's not really for Timmy, but it seemed, you know, decent enough. Um, so we'll skip on to Reels. You see what I did there? Audio by Thing audio Reels, thing. which we've talked about recently as well. Yeah, and it's still good. It's really good. It makes <laughs> stuff sound really cool. After a few weeks, yeah? After a few weeks, yeah. <laughs> but hey, mate, the things move fast these days, buddy. Well, that's so, the, that's uh, the you thing know. about vintage plugins. They age pretty well. Well, they do. They do. They only sound better with time, in fact. <laughs> um, um, Neutron 3. So I'd been meaning to check out Neutron 3 because I have been using the transient shaper, multiband transient shaping mind, of Neutron 2 for ages. And I love it. Um, and Neutron 3, it seems like the transient uh, shaper is basically identical, apart from the the graphics look r- like super modern style or whatever. Mm. Um, and it doesn't... And the way you activate multibands is you have to click on, a, like, a frequency uh, representation. Yeah. Like, whereas in the old one, you could just turn the buttons on and it automatically put them at 200 hertz and 6K, mm. um, which I liked because it just sounded like it did what it did from the off. And now I feel I've, I'm, like, somehow cheating by using those same values, but I guess it doesn't really matter, does I, it, really? Mate? I did a sort of multiband band roundup, as I talked about a while ago, and what oh, I yeah. found is that the different ways people sort of implement multiband plugins is pretty various like some people will have it where you can audition a band some people have it where you can't bypass a band but you can audition you can't audition but you can bypass and it's it's all a bit sort of scattered different ways of doing Mm -hmm. things I mean, I guess some plugin companies have their own internal uh, consistency, but it certainly doesn't extend across the different uh, companies. Do you reckon we'll ever see some kind of, you know, some kind of uh, more formulaic approach to design? <laughs> like an ISO standard on multiband plugins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no like the one, that, one, that, one that doesn't occur formally, but uh, an informal one. It just happens An to informal happen. language of design. Uh, no. No, I don't. I think well, that's a shame, mate, because it is a pain in the ass. I think things will move too fast. What else was in the roundup? Um, oh, and the last, last, and definitely not least, it's Serum, of course. Oh, of course, um, yeah. Well, what, which, what to say about that? 
Um, well, I tell you what, because you know me, James, I like my soft lilting sounds that caress your ear roll. Um, but I thought for the drum bass roundup, I should make some horrendous jump up noises. And a little bit of a trade secret here, guys. I watched a tutorial video on how to do that very thing to get some tips. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't straight up copy it. I was just like, well, yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah, you do uh, just use the uh, FM capability and... Uh, Bosh the other one up a few octaves. I mean, that was that would that that was the key to it, I guess. Really, is yeah. increasing the um, that is the a, uh, tuning of the second uh, oscillator. That is a real scoop, you know. You switch the FM on, you bosh the mm, other yeah. one up a few octaves, and you, yeah, you mate. mess with the tuning of the second oscillator. It's the secrets of the pros, mate. But of course, the other thing is, it's the shape shape of your waveforms, buddy. That's the uh, that's the other thing. Mm. You want you want to get some. Uh, you need to love you to get the real horribleness. You need to make sure you get the right point of, on the wavetable on that because uh, you know you can use all the regular shapes, everything. They do sound sick. But if you want that uh, really horrendous sound, you got to go for the wavetable, buddy. And yeah, that's it for drum and bass. So, James, we've made it through another freaking fortnight of uh, lockdown. How's it working out for you? I don't know. I, I miss your smell, Tim. Your pungent, <laughs> oh, man. dirty smell. I try and keep so clean, but apparently I'm a stinky boy. Um, James, we're going to instruct everyone to take care during the coming weeks now, aren't we? Stay safe, everybody, and uh, stay away from other human beings, which, uh, you know, is easy yeah, for Yeah, we've long advocated that, surely, <laughs> you know? Just stay in your studio <laughs> slash bedroom with your nose to the yes. keyboard and your ears pricked up for the next few months. Just try out some free plugins. Don't spend any money. Uh, you know, make sure you've got some kind of weapons in preparation for the inevitable. But yeah, just generally try and chill out, I reckon. Is that right, James? That's right. And hold on for the next two weeks because we promise we will probably be back. Don't promise. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, things could go really tits up in the next two weeks. I'm sure they won't. Don't don't stress about it if you're listening. Um, but yeah, we'll be back like Arnie on a post-apocalyptic wasteland, won't we? Thank you.